0: When I found you, I found the rest of my life. When I found you, I told all others goodbye. When I found you, I saw my fears flying. Wow. Uh-huh.
1: Welcome back to Challenges of Faith radio program. I'm Gary McCance. Thank you for joining. I'd like to acknowledge our loving and merciful God and our listeners. This one's over in New Hampshire, Nebraska, Arkansas, Australia, Philippines, Zimbabwe. Speaking of Zimbabwe, I'd like to give a shout-out to the engineering student that I was blessed to meet in Virginia. enjoy listening to you. Over in Japan, South Korea, Kenya, Cameroon, Brazil. Let's go to the Pond of Water for the night's topic. So you've gone out to that pond and you're praying and you're asking God to send you a dignified person. A dignified person. You were specific, were you not? Well, we're going to find out soon, but let's go. You know, the uh, secular definition is a person, a serious person, a person with a serious manner that's worthy of respect, controlled, Calm. Serious. And then there's one, maybe it's the same. The self-elevated person. Say what? Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't go back to the pond of water right now. 'Cause you pray for a dignified person for a relationship. I thought you told me you were specific. Oh, okay. Well let's see. Because you know that self important person is somebody who has or shows an ex- exaggerating opinion of their own importance. Oh, you you're saying it was you. Oh, well, maybe the other person prayed for somebody like you. You know, somebody that's conceited or haughty. You know, temperamental, unpredictable, prima donna, arrogant, beheaded. You got it going on as a big shot. You know you're walking around, you're calling all the shots, you're making everything competition, you're using manipulation just to get your way. You always respond to your problems with toxic positivity activity. Is that you? Oh, that's who you pray for. so you pray for somebody. And know how to mask their selfishness, you know, with the key word being M-A-S-K. You pray for somebody that's always the center of attention. You pray for somebody that their openness could be charming at first for you. You say that's not what you pray for. I thought you were specific because, you know, that old W. L. was listening to you in the tree, looking, staring at you. Oh. Oh, so now you want to go back and be more specific. Oh, okay. Why is that? Oh, you learned that there's another type of person who's also dignified. Oh. But do you remember the definitions in the beginning? The composed, serious manner person that's worthy of respect. You know, the person that is like glue that holds all of your relationships together and a mutual recognition of the desire to be seen, heard, listened to, and treated fairly. To be recognized, understood, and feel safe in this. Chaotic world. Oh, that's who you pray for. Oh, that's how you are. Oh, so you pray specifically for somebody who know what they want, and they speak their mind, they're able to give and receive love, and they stand up for what they believe in, and they have a sense of right and wrong, you know, morals, ethicals. They have self-esteem. They're not caught up in self. They have values. They know who they are. Oh, you pray for somebody who can be dependent, independent, and interdependent. They can always access their wisdom. Wow. You were specific, weren't you? You didn't need no OWL to answer your prayer when you said, You kept praying every day and tears was flowing out of your eyes and all of a sudden they start your tears going out of your ears and you just went to the barbershop or the hairdresser and you paid all that money for that hairstyle and and all of a sudden you started crying so much that the tears your tears messed up your own new hairstyle. So any con C O N S -S two person that you prayed for? You sure? Oh, you said they are. Oh, okay. What are they? Well, you're going to be held accountable for what you're going to do. You know, you, you got to pick up after yourself. You're not used to that, are you? Oh. Oh, now, you, now you're going to be expected to be as invested in the relationship as the other person that you prayed for. And not only be invested, you got to show it. Because now you got to treat each other as equals. You Especially when you have those long communication talks because you're going to be expected to engage in that communication, especially when the both of you are having conflicts. So now you can't just run away or go silent. you you got to now take into account their concerns, especially when you're making that decision. Because the both of you, you pray for them, don't you? And you're also going to learn how to negotiate with them because you're going to have to communicate and express your feelings in a responsible manner. Oh. But the question you got to ask and answer for you, are, are you looking at the the pros as well for having prayed for this type of dignified person versus the one we just got to talking about? Because think about it, even in those conversations, aren't they interesting? You know they are because look at you. The both of you. You're you're treating your communication with respect. You're appreciating that person. They're appreciating you, and they're returning that respect. Do you notice how happy you are in the relationship? Because now you have a real and equal partner in life. You're growing in many areas of your life because anything less is just, you know, not putting you all into the relationship. And you want your partner to feel proud of you as you feel proud of them. So now you can ask for advice and not feel less of who you are. Oh, now you walking, you have more strength, and you're grounded. Now you're feeling stronger and more secure because you have somebody you can count on and share the challenges of life. You're learning from each other. So my question again is, you don't mind, do you? Which did you pray for, P-R-A-Y, or pray for P-R-E-Y? You see, because you really could have been praying for that other person. Now, you know I was going to get to it, didn't you? What does the Bible say about this dignified person? That you learned you really wanted and needed to pray for, for your life. Well, in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, I know you wrote it down provide the grace, you know, love and mercy given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself or herself more highly than he or she ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. So that first person you prayed for when you weren't specific, it was all about self. Isn't that interesting how, God makes the care like over in prior Verse sixteen, eighteen. That pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Did you notice that? Because you know, from a spiritual warfare standpoint, you notice how that's how the devil fell because of pride, self-centeredness. Did you notice that in Second Timothy chapter three, verse two? For people will be lovers of self of self, of self. Oh, it didn't stop there. Lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. That was the first dignified person. Did you know that? Oh, all right, all right, so... So the bottom like, what does dignity mean from a biblical perspective? A sense of pride in oneself, self-respect. Oh, so there's two types of pride. Is there? Self-respect. Didn't say anything about being all in love with self. You know, remember, you're walking around with some mirror, you know, in your wallet, your back pocket or in your phone, whatever you're using as your wallet today. purse, whatever you're using as a wallet for you today, not for the other person. Did you notice over in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 27, the word talked about human dignity. Oh, you thought it was a certain skin tone. you thought was a certain gender. Oh, you thought it came from a certain zip code, title. No. You're human, aren't you? We're not talking about AI today. We did talk about AI in in relationships some weeks ago, but today we're, we're talking about human dignity originates from God and is of God because we are made in God's own image and likeness. You talking about having some pride? Open Proverbs thirty-one verse twenty-five says, "Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come." You talking about powerful? What? Titus chapter two verse seven says, "Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works, and in your teaching show." Integrity, dignity. Remember what we just got through talking about? About we broke down the, the different persons that you may have been praying And with God, you became more specific and he blessed you with that person. What do you think about that? Aren't you happy? Aren't you glad? You know, you're so. Now, you yourself can answer the question, what's the difference is between dignification and confidence? Because now you know what's wrong with being dignified and what's not. You do, don't you? All right. Just for you. you know what's true? All right, so upcoming... Saturday, we're going to talk about global events. And then, upcoming Sunday morning, to be announced, Sunday evening, Adam Burke. We're going to talk about cybersecurity, ransomware, topics that you as an individual and as a business owner. Corporation, whoever you happen to be that continues to tune in to Challenges of Faith radio program that you need to know about for you, you know, no longer to be a victim of any type, whether we're talking about relationships or because you got to remember everything is a relationship. But somebody has been watching you, studying you, all of that in order to Desire the wrong way to make you a victim. There's no certain way, but there are many ways people utilize. And you, as listeners, need to know how the enemy works. You know, that two-leg enemy that the spiritual enemy uses to bring harm to an individual, especially to a believer of the household of faith.
0: Not an hour, another day, but at this moment with my arms outstretched I need you to make the way as you have done so many times before. Through a window, or an open door, I stretch my hands to thee. Come rescue me. I need you Not another second or another minute Not an hour of another day But Lord, I need you Right away If I never needed you No. The ways of trials. And- No. Uh-huh.